Okay, you are now tuned into the Bland Me podcast. A mulberry is a tree, Kuwabar is a man, and I'll prove it. This world shall know pain. Welcome to the Blind May Podcast. Well, Zen, are you participating in the binge challenge? I am not. I've been too busy to watch anime like that. Oh. Yeah, he ain't been working, man. He ain't worried about no fucking binge challenge. He 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 making anime right now. He ain't got it. He ain't got time to watch the shit. He making the shit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So me know. There's no current watches for you in. I mean, I got stuff I'm watching. I'm just okay. not like. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. Do you have like more like do, do you do you enjoy the fact that you probably have more time to draw now that this whole shit is going on? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I figured that, you did. It's, it's, it's nice because it's like. Uh, okay. So it's like good, but it's also bad because it's like. You know, when you when you got stuff going on, you got to kind of fit the drawing in. You have to have like a schedule. Mm-hmm. But now it's like you have more time to procrastinate as well. So Ooh. you got to make yourself go get to work on stuff. L- like lately, I haven't had a problem with that. But when it was first starting, I was like, I need to be I need to be working. Like <laughs> I get sitting it. at home all day. I can't I'm, I can't just be sitting around. Yeah, I've been definitely doing the procrastination shit. Like, I, instead of doing productive shit, like I used to. Ha- so, a quick story. I used to have. Um, I used to be Team Xbox, and um, I got rid of it, and then I got a PS4. And what when I had the Xbox, I had a Dragon Ball Xenoverse two, and I like beat the game in like probably like a month or so, something like that. Yeah. But now that I've gotten a PS4, I hadn't had that game since, but I missed the game, so I like bought it for nine dollars and. Now I'm at level 65, like within three days of having the game. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it, yeah, I get it. I could have been doing a lot more shit. <laughs> I could have been really fucking productive, but I was not. So, yeah, I, I 100% understand. Yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah. I mean, but don't feel bad and don't beat yourself up because these are unprecedented times and a lot of people, I mean, you just, it's a lot going on. Even though it feels like you're not doing nothing, it is so much going on in the world that sometimes you have to do stuff a little bit different than what you, you know, things are normal anyway. So, yeah, like doing something that's not as normal, getting to play the game all the time. You won't have time to do that like that probably ever again. So, right. Okay. Yep. Oh, mm. um, told me that. Yeah. <laughs> But man, hey, uh, let's 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 get to the shits now. So um, this is yeah, and this is very special, bro. We we've reached episode seventy of our podcast. So oh um, snap, this is number seventy. Thank you, man. So thank you. So this is number seventy of our podcast, and um, we're glad to have you on with us. So um, I think I can't remember what episode number we had you on from the very jump. But I feel like it was in the twenties. It was nowhere near this this where we at hold now. Up, hold up. I'm gonna pull it up. I, yeah, yeah, please do. Um, I mean, yeah. Because remember, I'm working on the website, and uh, 
you know, oh, Shop yeah. on the website, and we have all the uh, uh, interviews embedded. Oh, okay. So that people can click on them, and then we have a link to y'all stuff on uh, underneath. I found it. So, uh, oh, okay, good. Twenty-two. I, I think I got. It, yeah, is it twenty-two? Twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Twenty-two, okay. and then the one right 20. after that was uh, thirty-two. Yes, yes, the second one. Yeah, so. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, so it, 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 it's been a minute since we've spoken to you. So um, for everybody that's listening, for if you did not know and this is your first time listening, I am Unbothered Mike, and um, I'm joined with the lovely uh, Nate. What are we calling you this week? Um, do you have a new one, or do I need to make one on the spot? N- Nay Leona. Nay Leona from, from Black Clover. Nay Leona <laughs> Vermillion. Yeah, you got, you. I like Thank that one. You. Yeah. And um, we're joined by um, a very special guest um, that we've had on the show. Uh, this is our this is third time on the show. And uh, we have to make sure we have him on as much as possible because it's one of the most talented people I know. Let me let me hype my nigga up real quick. Um, we are joined by the one and only Yen Designs, Coco Jean Creates. A.K.A. Yin Bama himself in the flesh. Well, not in the flesh, but I could hear you for a good like twenty seconds there. Twenty seconds. You said what? You you cut in and out like like I couldn't hear you for about twenty seconds. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, I was playing the presidential theme music. As soon as you said, "Let me hype you up." I didn't hear Jack yeah. after I, I know what happened. Yeah. I, I was I was I was trying to be funny and I guess the listeners will hear this, but y'all won't. But I was playing the presidential theme music when I was uh I was hyping you up. So I said uh <laughs> <laughs> I said the famous Yen Designs, Coco Jean creates, aka Yen Bama himself, and I had the presidential oh theme God. music playing. So yeah. <laughs> I had to make sure they knew they had to knew we was with a you know a, a legend right now, so yeah man uh but yeah so I, we talked a little bit you know how you been and everything bro but um so uh post chapter two man like how, how's your hand feeling is it is it still resting in ice or you know you you, you chilling now i have i mean okay so i haven't been like drawing drawing since the the end of chapter two um I, i've only had like a a commission that I finished, a logo, um, and I still got some more to work on. Um, anybody who's listening to this, if I still have your commission, I have not forgotten about it. It's just, you know, it's it's unprecedented times. Things get backed up. It's and coming. We st- we still working on it. We gonna get them out there. It's um, coming. But yeah, you know, I've been doing commissions, and then of course, as y'all know, we we working on the website. Um, it's supposed to be finished like probably by, I'm right now. It's probably going to be finished by tomorrow. Um, and of course we do that release party. I was just going to ask you about that. Okay. Yeah. I'm tuning in for that. Yes. So, um, we'll be doing that. Uh, but I actually just recently bought a, uh, Centic. If you know what a Centic is, it's like a, it's like the tablet that I normally use to draw, except it's 22 inches and it has it's a screen, so I'm drawing directly on the screen. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, and I got it for half price off e- off eBay last night. You know, my stimulus check hit, and hey. I was like, it's time. 
got to go ahead and get that. I've been wanting one since I graduated uh, high school back in 2014. So I got me a good one. Is that going to make you um, uh, more efficient as an artist going forward? Definitely. definitely. Okay. Yeah. Like there's a so the difference between, you know, using what I currently have and using the Cintiq is that, I you know, I'd be drawing directly on the screen. And when I'm not drawing directly on the screen, like if I have the tablet down here and I'm looking up at my monitor, there's like a disconnect between, you know, not being able to see what your hands are doing. So uh, I make mistakes a mm. lot when I'm trying to ink because it's not very precise. Um, you know, trying to I've, I've trained myself to get better at it, but I'm still not it's still not as as precise as if I was drawing on paper. That so, makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Look good for you on that, man. Um, I guess that um that stimulus check, you know, is is is, is pushing pushing hey. forward the guy punch um uh, agenda going on, you know. So thank you, man. I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you got that, man. Um, so with that being said, man, um, we usually go, we usually start it off, you know, you know how we do. We we ask what we've been watching lately. I'm gonna start with you, man. Like I know you ha- you've been doing other things, but as far as anime goes, have you watched anything new? Have you kind of watched rewatched anything lately? What what's been going on with your anime wise? Uh, so, okay, when I was working on Chapter 2, uh, I had gotten behind on a, on a few anime, like, um, Black Clover and mm. My Hero Academia. I had gotten behind on both of those by, like, a couple of episodes, just to, like, two or three. But, um, to keep myself awake while I was, you know, drawing late nights, uh, finishing up the chapter, I was rewatching Bleach. Hey, and uh, yeah, you know, and you know, I love the dub because I, I you know, I, that's what I. It, it's a great dub. Yes, it one, is. But uh-huh. yes, it is. But number two, like that's that's what I first watched it in was dub. You mm-hmm. know? So, um, and it's also easier for me to watch dub while I'm working, obviously, because I ain't got to read subtitles. So uh, I had that going. I'm a, I'm in the uh, the Aronica arc right now. Hey, like the best arc. Yes, facts. Um. Yeah, so I was watching that. Uh, I've kind of taken a break, and I got back to watching. Uh, I've caught up with Black Clover and uh, My Hero Academia. I finally finished My Hero Academia's fourth season. That final episode was was crazy. Cra- hey, man, listen, I, I'm the only one that watches My Hero faithfully on the show, and um, uh-huh. man, listen, I, I really wanted to like go off and go go crazy over Endeavor, man. This is in De- an Endeavor stand account over here now, so. Endeavor season, man. Bro. This, that was it right there. So, yeah, I definitely, I caught up on that. I was I was very excited to finish that. Um, caught up on Black Clover, except for today's episode, which I believe is the last episode that will be airing before the, postponement. Uh, the hiatus. Yeah. yeah. So, um I, got, I can watch that anytime, really. But yeah, uh, I also started watching uh, what's it called? Hitori no Shita, the Outcast. I've heard of that. What is, is that about? Yeah, so it's like uh, it's actually based on a Chinese webcomic, and it's it, the the anime is like a joint collaboration between Tencent. If you know who Tencent is, you know they they own like all kinds of games and and things here in the, in the United States. Um, but it's a collaboration between them and a, and a Japanese animation studio. And it's about like this, uh, this guy who the main character, he has like this special power. It's like, uh, the, all the characters, they control key or, or chi, not key. They, they control chi. 
uh, and they're called outsiders. Those are like special people that can control their chi. And that's like, you know, the name of the show. But he's like the outcast. He's got like the most powerful ability that he inherited from his grandfather or something like that. And uh, there's like two different organizations that are trying to like one's a good organization that he ends up joining. The other one's like the evil organization that's trying to like find out how to take his power. Um, and the only reason I started watching it is because somebody posted uh, a clip on Twitter of uh, a fight sequence. And it was like one of the most gas fight sequences I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Like it was so nice. It's and apparently it was animated by the same people that did, um, the really good, uh, animated episodes of Boruto. Like, I don't know if y'all watch Boruto. I don't, I don't, <laughs> but I, man, listen, bro. I, I mean, that's what people said. They were like episodes 60, like specific episodes, like 65 of Boruto and something else. And apparently those are like the most well animated episodes. Really? They did. They're the animation studio behind that this anime. So okay, yeah. So they were they were doing uh they're doing some work. I think right now the animation's a little inconsistent with the first few episodes. But if it's gonna look like what I saw, I'm gonna just keep watching. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I, I gave them a board to somewhere in the 30s, bro. Before I said, all right, enough. Enough is enough. Um, Pat's been telling me I need to I need to watch it because board told some heat, but I, I'm. I don't know how long it's going to take me to get there. Um, yeah. I heard you don't need to watch the first like 100 something episodes. Which is insane. It has nothing to do with the manga. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's, yeah. that's insane that's to me. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, they, started the episode, they started the anime off with a filler arc. How do you start? What It has to be like 100 episodes in a filler, right? Like before it gets yeah. to the shit. That's insane. Nope. So. It's gotta be with the Momoshiki fight, Momoshiki and Naruto versus Sasuke, or Naruto Sasuke versus Momoshiki. That was like one hundred. That's like hundred. Uh, what? I don't even remember. It's a hundred and something when yeah. that last fight happened. So, golly, that's ridiculous. Uh, mm. I, I don't. Have, I'm not going. I'm not going to play the board. So I mean, that's what happens day. when you when you start animating like when the manga doesn't have much content yet, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they were like, we want to get it out there because Naruto is such a big franchise. We want to just immediately get into it. And they were and it's like, what, what can you do? You don't have chapters yet. Like <laughs> you can't, uh, you can't put out that much content. So they had to basically create some from scratch. That's crazy. Like is the money worth it? I guess. I guess so. Must mm-hmm. be. Like, or, um, this Boruto is pretty popular. A lot of people do watch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. This thing's to me, but whatever. Booty but Boruto, but I, I'll, I, I'll get to it when I get to it, man. I'm, it's really low on my priority list right now. As of right now, um, and I guess I can just say on my current watches, I, I'm watching One Piece, um, One Piece, Glapnir, and, um, I did start Zoids Wild today, and I'm, you know, I'm interested in it so far. Three episodes in, so um, okay, yeah. So I didn't realize I'm a I'm a a, a small Zoids stand, I guess, because I really like New Century Zero, and yes. yeah, yes. that's my that favorite my one. That is my up, favorite one of all time. Yes. Big Cloud to go. Zero. Yes. Z- yes. y- see, see, this is why Yen need to be on more because he knows shit. Um, I got some. I still got some VHSs of uh of that series in my my closet but in the closet in the game room somewhere yeah but that yeah. was that was yeah 
I used to love that series. Bro, that was that was my tsunami shit right there, man. So yeah, I started the new series. It, it it's cool so far. It's an interesting concept to it. Um, it, I think it t- takes place like 12 years after the events of Genesis, which is the, the one, I think like two series after New Century Zero. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, this is, I think this is the sixth, uh, Zoids installment. And then there's one right after it, which is, uh, Zoids Wild Zero, which I'm excited to see that one too, cause the Liger on that one look heat. So, um, okay. I'm trying to get through this one right now. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been watching right now. So I, I pushed the Zoid, Zoid's agenda on this last episode. I said, "Hey, that's what I'm about to start watching." And so now I'm three episodes in, so I kind of get the gist of the show. So it's 50 episodes. So I'm gonna see if I can finish the whole within the next two weeks. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and of course Black Clover. I've been watching that. Nay, what have you been watching? Um, since the last time we talked, I have not picked up Black Clover. But I think that's because I know the hiatus is coming and I'm only a couple episodes behind. So I'm just going to leave that there for a mm-hmm. second. But um, I started When They Cry, which is a horror anime that has been recommended to me a few times. I'm on episode four. And so far, I like it. Um, it's a, some death up in it. You know, I, I it's still, I don't know. His, it's a, about a kid. Um, I guess he maybe comes, I don't know if he like transferred back in or he's always been there, but it seems like he meets some new, um, people in his class. So I can't remember if they're new or not, but it sounds like it's like some kind of curse on the girl's family, but the police are like going to him because he might be the next target. And now the girls are being like real sketchy with him and like low key threatening him without threatening him. It's, it's getting kind of crazy. So. Mm. I think that's going to be interesting. And then I also started Sunday Without God, which I thought was just a high dive exclusive, but it's actually on Crunchyroll as well. And that is like crazy. That show is so crazy. Mm. Um, And it's about a little girl who, and actually Kasha had mentioned it to me a long time ago. I just never really had time to pick it up. But it's about a little girl. She's what they call a gravekeeper. And gravekeepers basically help the deceased actually die. So in this show, it was like 15 years prior, God like woke up one day and was like, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> and people, and people stopped dying. Like when they died, they, they, they stayed on earth and gravekeepers were the only ones who could actually bury them, bury them and their souls can be released. The little girl is actually, mm. yeah, it, it is very interesting. The little girl is half gravekeeper, half human. And so I'm about, I think it's, on, it's like 12 or 13 episodes. I'm on like five or six. So it's, it's really good. And it actually starts off with a kind of cool little fight scene with her. I mean, she doesn't win, but the animation looks pretty good in it. And the, the footwork that she had, I was like, okay, youngin, okay. So... Mm. I, I'm really gonna see where that goes. I'll let y'all know. I the the like I said, the plot and storyline is crazy to me. What was it called again? And uh, Sunday without God. Sunday without God. Okay. Okay. Like yeah, that when I tell you, like the title itself kind of blew me when Kasha first told me about it months ago. Like this had to be like this time last year. And I was like, oh, I don't know if my spirit ready for no show like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hold out. But for the bench challenge, I was like, oh, I'm going to pick it back up. So that's what I've currently watched since Friday. Okay. 
right. All right. Um, so since last time we talked to you, we've already talked to Pat about this, but so in your perspective, how was that trip to New York to um uh meet with Viz Media? It was great, honestly. Um shoot, I mean the whole trip was just amazing. And you know, of course I got to stay an extra day, so I got to really kind of have a day to myself okay. to explore everything too. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, because the the team had to leave early on Sunday morning, and so I was there the rest of Sunday uh, until the evening. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, so um, honestly, I had a great experience. Uh, the con itself was was fantastic. We got to meet a lot of people uh, in person for the first time. You know, like Black Girls Anime. And, yes. Um, you know, some of the folks over at the uh, the Blur Con table who were some probably some well known cos like black cosplayers that y'all probably either follow or know yeah mm-hmm. you know like uh i don't know if you know who like zero gravity yes um yeah, yeah. And, and you know so, some of them so they they i got to meet them um and uh you know we took pictures we got a ton of artwork i i have not hung any of my artwork up because i have nowhere to put it right now mm. like i just don't know where to put it but um yeah we came back with a ton of artwork and uh you know the viz media thing was great because um and pat probably talked about this but you know we were we were scheduled back to back just that just kind of happened like that yeah you you went first right yeah i went first uh you know i pulled pull up myself my laptop so they got to see all the artwork that i had um and the artwork specifically for god punch as well as my own stuff and then uh right after that they got to talk to pat and see all the writing sides so they could see that we were like a team which was pretty dope and uh they yeah like you know they got they got to keep a copy of our book and they seemed to really like what we had to offer so um i know with the quarantine with the virus and stuff like they were originally supposed to start uh the their little viz originals line this year i don't know what the date is on that i mean i mean I, I, there's literally been no press from from viz since we met with them so yeah i'm sure that's on the back burner right now but um, yeah, as far as, as far as the, the meeting and everything, that was, it was great. And, uh, then the day that I had to myself, I got to go to, uh, you guys know who land party is. Oh, it sounds familiar. Uh, uh land party. They're, they're another, I don't know if they're a podcast. In fact, let me just make sure that they, that's, that's what they are. So I don't like, it sounds mad familiar. Uh, think they're a see and now i can't figure it out but they're on twitter but <laughs> good. Uh, they host they hosted the uh the black girls game event that happened that evening uh on sunday mm-hmm. and so i got to go to that for like an hour i mean i left before it really started popping because i had to catch a flight but um it was at this place called um operating system new york which is like a gaming lounge and it's like it's super lit up in there i had never been to a, like a real gaming lounge like that before you only really see those in korea and japan and stuff like that but we're starting to get some in the u.s um and you know they're having a little party so i got to meet some of the cosplayers that i saw at the convention and uh you know some of them bought copies of god punch i had to do my little promote because i'm the only one there yeah, of course and uh yeah, so I became friends with a with a good amount of people there. It was it was fun, and uh, like like Adorn by Chi was there, and just all kinds hey. of folks. It was great. 
it was fantastic. Yeah. So I'm with, I'm speaking in existence. We've been trying to get her on this podcast, and I know she's busy, but um, I definitely want her on the show eventually, especially since she's here in Dallas. So um, exactly, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 still working on that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I had a great time in New York. Um, I I wish the guys could have been there for the you know with me that that evening on Sunday. Mm-hmm. We would have got probably even more networking done, but it was it was still great regardless. Yeah. Right. Is that your first time going to New York? No, actually, it was most of the the rest of the team's first time going to New York, but that was like my third time being there. Oh, I'm so jealous. This is Ian Bama. You know, he he out here. He 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 he, he, he all over the country. What you talking about? I know. I just had to ask, though. <laughs> I'm so jelly. I want to go to New York. Not right now, but. Yeah. Oh hell no, not right now. But yeah. Just just wait wait till anime New York City again. That's yeah, you got got till November. Uh, no, I think I'm 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 cool on NY until probably twenty twenty two. So <laughs> that shit, they got the highest shit. My grandma was scared the hell out of me. Every time I talked to her, New York got uh fifty thousand new cases of I'm like, Mama, please, enough, enough. I can't I can't it's bad up there. You know what's funny? Me and Patrick were just talking though, uh because they they really they they yeah they they were you know they released um like a there was like an article about how they were starting to sanitize and clean their subways finally yeah and me and patrick were joking we were like bro them subways probably have not been clean like that for like 20 years (laughs) bro them them rats had the rona 10 years ago they they been had them shits oh that's nasty as hell So I was gonna ask you, man. So when when you were networking, did you get to um, speak to like other black artists like yourself? And then any did y'all kind of pick each other's brain like on certain techniques or anything like that for anybody that you got to speak to? Um, a little bit. I mean, specifically, I went and talked to uh, a few creators just about the process of more like self publishing mm-hmm. from that from that standpoint, and you know, um, just had a grow your fan base and stuff like that but in terms of techniques and things like that i really only got to talk to one artist um and that was uh nicholas draper ivy and his his stuff is like amazing he's been i've been following him for like eight years mm. you know and i that was the first time i got to meet him was at am in new york city so um that that was definitely a treat like, I, I went to his table every day to talk to him yeah I'm, I'm sure he was tired of me but uh yeah, it was great. You know, I just got to, I got to talk to him about um, just, you know, stuff artists will always talk about with each other, you know, references, mm-hmm. and, you know, how to build your style um, and influences and just things like that. You know, so it was it was really great to talk to him in person about that kind of stuff. That's dope. Okay. Were you able to implement some of those tips and, and, you know, like the advice he gave you to chapter two? Um, yes and no. I think a lot of the stuff that we talked about, um, was stuff that I guess didn't necessarily apply at the time. Like, like it was more, it was more like just, I don't know. For in terms of like techniques and stuff, there wasn't really anything specific that we talked about that probably would have applied to chapter two. I think more of the stuff we talked about was um, what our influences were in our style and like you know 
Uh, I think one thing that I did ask him that I think possibly helped was about like paneling in the chapter and like how to lay out pages and stuff like that. Cause I really enjoy the way that he lays his panels out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was saying, you know, you really just need to, you know, you read a lot of manga, you watch a lot of cinema, you know, like, you know, uh, movies and just anime and, and, and take it all in, study the camera shots and things like that. You'll, you'll figure it out. So I, I already had a decent idea. Like I'm, I was already decent at laying out panels but i think once i talked to him about that and kind of like went and started to pay attention more to to cinematography and movies and film and stuff like that um i think that definitely has helped in the long run so yeah okay so man um yeah i was just gonna you know um so i mean the whole reason you know uh we know you is from you being the illustrator of God Punch, man. So, chapter two just dropped. Uh, oh, has it, has it been a month now? Has it been over a month now? No, not yet. Almost. Not quite. Almost a month. Okay, I knew we just talked yeah. to Pat, but I couldn't. I didn't know if that was at the end of March or was it early April. Okay, so man, so I know it got it got delayed a little bit there at the end, man. So how was that process? Uh, from God Punch chapter two from start to finish, man, because I know. Uh, Pat has the story pretty much already just, you know, ready to go at, at, uh, at any point in time. But as far as illustrating it, man, what was, what was the difference between illustrating this chapter versus chapter one? Um, okay. So the, you know, we had our whole process of illustrating chapter one was like a learning experience. You know? Right. Uh, Patrick had never written a, a manga before like he you know he's it's the the story is is one thing but like putting it in manga format Mm -hmm. and like laying it out in uh in script form was a challenge because his biggest influence in terms of writing is is oda and togashi and togashi loves to put a lot of words in his panels happy birthday to togashi by the way happy birthday to that man by the way exactly uh the goat goat so uh you know for the first chapter and that's that's a criticism we we receive quite a bit about the first chapter is that there's a lot of text yes. in some of the panels and it it's small so in the second chapter uh you know we actually talked to an editor uh i think we we probably discussed that um when we went to anime fest last year we ran into somebody who was a uh translator for um uh, japanese Basically, they they took they took the uh, the manuscripts and translated them into different languages. That's that was their job. They get paid for that. Um, so they took a look at our work, at our book, because you know we had hard copies on us, and uh, told us about you know um, spacing in between uh, sentences for a specific kind of font. You know how much text there should be on a page, make the speech bubbles bigger. We took all of that info and put that into the second chapter. So they're really hasn't there wasn't a problem in terms of fitting text on the page and and patrick also went back and revised some of his um the way that he laid out the script for me so that i could fit uh the correct amount of text in every panel and not have it be overflowing um and us not get behind like we did in the first chapter with me having to spread the text out over different pages and we'd be like two pages behind Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying 
Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the, you know, the second chapter was definitely a lot more s- smooth. There was just more stuff for me to draw. It was more detail than the first chapters. That's why uh, we ended up pushing it back a little bit, just because I, I underestimated how much, just how much work I had to do on those last few pages. So, um, but yeah, you know, we definitely, it was funny. Me and Patrick were talking about this the other day. Um, <laughs> we, you know, our original release date for the first chapter, I believe was Ooh. May 30th. Yes. Yep. Or Right. Or was yeah. it? No, no, no. It was, it was June. It was, it was summertime. I know. Cause we talked about Pat. We talked to Pat about it too. I, it was somewhere in the summertime. It was either May or June. I'm pretty sure it was June. It might've been June. Yeah. It was like the end of June, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like the 30th or something like that. And then we pushed it back and ended up releasing it on July 3rd. So, uh, for this chapter, our original release date was the end of March, March 31st or something like that. Mm-hmm. We ended up pushing it back and releasing it on April 3rd. So, so we basically did the same thing, except, uh, there was just, it was less stress involved. I, I definitely wasn't pulling, you know, uh, 12 hour work shifts on the, on the chapter for the last three days. Like I did in the first chapter, um, because I definitely was not about to do that to myself again. That was that was just like my sleep schedule was all kinds of screwed up after that. Um, but yeah, so I, I think the process for the second chapter was a, a lot more smooth. Definitely didn't take as long uh, once we got going. And uh, the end product, I mean, I'm I'm way more happy with the second chapter than I am with the first chapter in terms of where the art has has gone. It's improved quite a bit. Okay. Definitely. And I, I can kind of segue into a question I um, had for you, because that's something that when me and Mike talked a couple of weeks ago after we had finished um, reading chapter two, um, we were just praising you on like how great it looked and everything. And I guess something you kind of touched on already is like what what kind of growth would you say overall um even outside of just the artwork, even like you and past relationship, like what kind of growth have you seen between you guys? Like you as an individual, Pat as an individual and the writer, you know, y'all's relationship from chapter one to chapter two. Uh, I mean, we're just even more so on the same page than we were when we first started. I mean, we already had a good relationship just starting off, you know, um, in terms of me being able to translate his, his writing into, into illustration. Um, but now, I mean, like, honestly, there's hardly any, any time that I ever have to hit him up and he'd be like, no, let me, let's change this around or, you know, let's, let's do this. Whatever I put out there is usually what ends up being the final product. So, um, yeah, I mean, and in, in terms of our relationship, I think we're definitely a lot closer. Like we, we do a lot more stuff together. We're, we're more comfortable, uh, working with each other. And I mean, at this, at this point, you know, you know, we have like a website coming out. We've got, um, a business account for our, uh, like a business banking account for our team in, in the process, in the works. And, uh, I mean, our sales just have continually been growing. So as a bit, like we're real business partners now, like at first we were just like people who worked really well together. Now we're like actual business partners. Yes. So, 
I literally just paid for my um my autograph copy while we while we've been recording. Pat just texted me. He was like, "Hey, bro, uh, you ready to buy your your copy?" And I'm like, "Yes." Then I send it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was. Uh, yeah, I was just telling uh, talking to Patrick about that before we got started because we had some uh some miscommunication on the hard copy forms. I think some people didn't know that they needed to be like needed to pay up front. Yeah. Yeah, so we were just trying to going back to to see who hadn't paid yet, and uh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what Patrick's doing right now. So yeah, I put my info in, and um, and he texted me. He was like, "Hey, uh, I saw you. You know, you put in your info. Um, we didn't get a payment. I was like, oh shit, I thought y'all were just gonna charge me automatically.' So I was like, oh yeah, I'm sending that right now because I need that. So um, it's yeah. gonna be right next to my uh first edition copy of chapter one that I have. So um, yeah, I need that immediately. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm excited for y'all, man. Um, so, uh, one question that we have for you, bro, and which I, I already have a follow up question to it. So, um, what was what do you think was the most challenging challenging panel to draw um, on chapter two? Most challenging panel. Let me see. Um, hmm, probably. I mean, besides the shopping cart. Okay. You, know, you already know. Yes. You already know the, sh- the shopping cart. You can just tell that took a while. Bro, I but, was like, bro, how did he draw this shit? Because I, I couldn't draw a regular cart in, in 1D <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, I was not looking forward to getting to the shopping cart. I mean, I just knew from from drawing it. Because, uh, you know, I did that, that one illustration of Percy back when we were promoting before the first chapter even came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the with the shopping cart in the background, um, so I already knew. Like coming in, I was like, I know how long this is going to take. I am not looking forward to drawing that panel, and so that page alone took longer than most of the other pages, just because I had to do that one panel. And then the next panel even even has a ton of stuff going on with like the building crumbling and things like mm-hmm. that. So um, that page and the page right after that where uh, Zhang Liu comes out of the building and, and knocks Percy into the truck. Both of those pages had a ton of detail. And I think those probably took the longest. So, yeah. Yeah. For, for those that um, that have read God Punch Chapter 2, there's a there's a panel with this shopping cart. And when I tell you, if you zoom in on the shopping cart and look at how many lines are put into the shopping cart, it's insane <laughs> thinking about somebody actually created this. Like, it looks like a picture like a real live picture or something, but he actually drew this. And I can't even imagine like how someone even put something like this together that, and then on top of that, you have the, um, the floor under the cart, which is like the line, the lines are perfect. <laughs> so I'm like, bro, how does he do this shit? Cause I could never, <laughs> yeah, if somebody held a gun to my head, bro, my shit is going to look awful. <laughs> that shit is it's true talent, bro. I will. I will say it's definitely good to use um, that. I'm using like a, a program like Clip Studio just because it's 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 very easy to to draw straight lines in terms of like if you need to draw a bunch of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because back when I used to draw on paper, I was definitely like everybody else using a ruler for every single line, and that that's that is not it. That that's not it. We no we don't we don't do that no more. Mm. So, <laughs> he's beyond oh, rulers God. now we 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 off that ruler shit mm-hmm. this ain't seventh grade art too 
This is this is this is real shit. Facts. Oh um, yeah, bro. That that like that that I saw it like before you even mentioned that that card. I was like, bro, this this nigga's card is crazy. How he did this shit. Um, did you so so based on like part between chapter one and chapter two, like the the whole art itself looks a lot more crisp. Like it looks like it's like high definition um, compared to part one. And I'm sure you know, like I say, the first part was learning experience. Then now you, you on chapter two, you're you were literally ready for for everything now. So you got to really like get in your bag as an artist. Um, yeah. Do you think that you do you think that like you have it where you you have it perfect going on forward, or do you think that like um, there's still some things that you can improve on going forward as more chapters release? Oh, it's definitely gonna just continue to improve. Like chapter two, as much as as much as I love the way chapter two came out. Uh, the next chapter is going to look even better. Like that, mm. it, it, you know, I know that's like that, that sounds, you know, crazy, especially to, to people that aren't artists and don't know the process, but it's, there's just a lot of like little stuff that doesn't, um, doesn't seem like improving on those things would matter in the long run. Mm-hmm. But if like, just for example, you know, uh, you know how the artwork changed from, chapter one to uh like the later chapters of bleach for example yes completely yes. different like just the the entire style change i don't think it's gonna be that drastic you know of a change between you know now and maybe like chapter 30 uh i definitely think it's gonna look 10 times better in terms of uh, detail and consistency between drawing the same characters over and over again. Cause that's, that's really what it is. Is like um, the beginning of the series, there's a little bit of inconsistency drawing the main character over and over again. Like you got to get used to how you draw somebody or how you draw a specific character um, with chapter two. Like you could immediately see at the beginning and I'll touch on this after the, after I say this, but you can immediately see, that there's a consistent design with the main character and with like Zhang Liu mm-hmm. all the way throughout the chapter. Um, if you go in back in the chapter one, you can see that I was kind of like figuring out how I wanted Percy to look consistently throughout the whole chapter. Right, right. He, he looks a little different in some panels, you know. Like I was constantly kind of tweaking his design a little bit, trying to trying to get the the process down. In chapter two, I didn't have that issue. Um, I knew how to draw him, and with Zhang Liu, after I had drawn him a couple of times in Chapter Two, I had hit, had that entity down the whole way through, and I actually worked back to front in the chapter. I didn't start with the first page; oh, I started okay. with the last page and worked forwards. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, now so hold on. So you started with. Foxy Cleopatra, aka Dr. Sylvia Bain, and then you went back from there. Yes, I did. Man. She she was once I had finished once I had finished sketching, I was like, well, I need I like I I just want to finish this page. Like because the last page, that's like my that was my favorite page to work on. So yeah. That man. Listen, first off, I do want to say I, I do have to applaud you on, on her on her her the last panel of chapter two. Um Man, her, I, I just love her fro, uh, and just the way she's standing, her pose, and, and Percy's looking in the back like, "Bro, what the fuck is going on right now?" Like, <laughs> like, it, it, 
<laughs> bro, he's like, bro, who is this? Like, she looks, she looks like a, a a superhero, and I love, I love every bit of it, bro. Like from the like the top of her hair is kind of like merging with the with the previous panel. Like that shit was put together so well, bro. The cracks in the background, like it, it's 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 nuts. Like how you put that together, bro. I, I honestly. I, I was like, bro, I was watching, I was reading this shit and I was like, bro, I'm watching a show right now. This ain't even reading right now. <laughs> yeah. My Man. mind is still blown at just the detail of everything and everybody. Like, it's just, I, I just, yeah, and your work is just amazing. I did ask I to order one of these Sylvia you. shirts. I appreciate it. I mean, I got, like, I, only thing I got to say is that, uh, it, Worse than the shopping cart was probably just drawing Zhang Liu so many panels. Because yeah. it's like drawing the crowd of people in every panel. Yes. Yeah. Because you look, because so, it's, it's, yeah. se- it's seven heads, right? Or am I tripping? Is it nine? It's nine. nine. It's nine. Okay. Yeah. So Bro. every time they appear, if it's not, you know, just a, it's at least a couple of heads in like a panel, you know, they're mm-hmm. talking to each other. But then like there's a lot of panels where I need, you know, it calls for the entire uh monster to be shown so you you know it's like that's a lot and 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 i do gotta applaud you on this too because because if you if you peep zangliu most of the heads are in the same position like throughout each of the panels so you did a good job of staying consistent with where each head was on the body it's not like you just threw some heads on on a panel and just just drew the (laughs) shit like you had you had it consistent from each angle, like, hey, this head is right next to this head at, at each point in time on each panel. So yeah, yeah, bro. that was that was definitely something. I there were there were a few things, you know, continuity wise, I was trying to keep consistent throughout the chapter, just so like you wouldn't go back and be like, wait a minute, that looks different. That head wasn't there, you know, like or you know something like that. Um, and originally, when when Patrick had given me the script for chapter two, he had like specific heads talking in every panel mm-hmm. like and i was like that's probably not a good idea just because uh if i have to keep the heads in the same spot and i'm going to be doing different angles of the of the you know of the monster it's going to be weird like having to put the the panel um or the speech bubbles so i really just had the speech bubbles not tied to any specific head you just knew that it was zhang liu talking you didn't know exactly what head but you can do that and that that's more so important in uh like like the actual anime you know what i'm saying so um for the manga purposes unless it's like a head up close that, that's the only time i tied a, a bubble to a specific head so i'm sorry i love the diversity of zhang liu like I just seen so many different people like from all over. I mean, that's just what I saw when I looked at it. But mm-hmm. I was like, everybody is so different. They look like, I mean, I know it's a demon, but they look like they're from different places. Like it just, it was, you did a really good job. Uh, it's literally like the, the, the Hydra from the animated Hercules movie. And, but it's with faces on it. Like it, it it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! And you just—I—I I don't know. I, when we—I think both Mike and myself can say when we finished chapter two, we were speechless because when we—I was—I was speechless. Yes, I did re—I did reread chapter one before I started chapter two, just so I can make sure. Like I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, 
I haven't forgot shit. So, um, because I you I think it's all it's it's what ten months between releases or or, or nine months some shit like that. Do, do you plan on um having? And I, I talked we talked to Pat about this briefly. Like, do you do you both of you plan on having the releases more frequent now that you've kind of gotten caught your stride as far as putting it out on webtoons? Uh, definitely. Yeah, you know, like between the the first and the second chapter, it was like we put there was so much that went into the first chapter, like just we needed a break and we weren't supposed to take that long of a break. Like originally, uh, when we discussed coming back to start working on chapter two, we were originally going to try and have it out around Halloween. And, um, but you know, in between chapter one and chapter two, or at least before we went to New York, um, those however many months, four or five months, I had been looking for, um, you know, I've been looking for a job, like another form of income mm-hmm. besides just doing my freelance stuff you know and uh so i was really focused on that and uh and teaching tennis in the evening so i didn't really have time to get deep and and start doing chapter two again and then of course we were getting ready to go to anime new york city so we were going to try and have it done before anime new york city that didn't happen we were just more so focusing on getting our portfolios ready um and then yeah, we just we kind of took a little bit of a break after New York. Kind of figured out when we were gonna get back to Chapter Two, and um, then I think when did we we really? Oh, and then <laughs> then we were gonna have the chapter out like before February. We we're gonna have it out at the end of January, and I got um, a huge commission from Worst Generation. Podcast. Yes, I did want to talk about too. You oh, snapped yeah, on that yeah. shit too, because man, when I say I looked at that, I was like, bro, I can, I can literally look at all of these niggas and I know who's who without like seeing the name next to it. So <laughs> that commission was crazy when they dropped. I was like, bro, you ain't, you ain't really like did God punch and then did this on top of that. Like, how the fuck does he do this shit? Where does he find the time <laughs> to put this kind of artwork, this this high level artwork out together? So. Whenever you, whenever they commission you for that, and shout out to Worst Gen because that shit is their podcast is great and that artwork is great by Yen. Um, whenever they commissioned you for that, like, did you already? I guess did they put a description for each person, and then you just kind of like say, okay, I'm, I already know what I'm gonna do for this person, and did you have an idea for each person, or did they kind of give you like a detailed account of what they wanted? They actually all gave me very detailed accounts of what they wanted their character to look like there were like hardly anything for the characters that i had uh creative liberty on in terms of like um even down to the color scheme mm-hmm. like they they really um for, for the most part all of them were very detailed there were only a couple of them like uh like the the one that had the jojo stand yeah, that's my favorite one, Carlito. Yeah, Carlito's, Carlitos. Jojo. That one, yeah. that shit was my favorite one. <laughs> His stand, I I made from scratch. He didn't have a like a design for the stand other than the color scheme. That was it. Okay. Yeah. So I kind of you can probably tell, but I kind of based it off of the stands in part four. Um, yes. With like just the, like the designs and stuff. Yeah. So. Yes, I, I I've seen all of part one through four and then half of part five. So yeah, I, I I'm definitely familiar with um how you did the stand on that one. Yeah. Lito's was my favorite with the stand. And then my second favorite one is Panda just because I saw that Zompok toe. I was like, okay, I, I see the bleach here. I see that I peeped it. <laughs> so yeah. Um, 
you casuals will just think that's a sword. No, that's a Zanpakuto. So, um, <laughs> I peeped this shit. Yes. I said, oh, yeah, my boy Yen was in his bag on this shit here. I seen it. And my boy Leek had the do-rag with the God Punch T. I also peeped that shit, too. So, yep. Yeah. So, that that alone, that commission alone was great. And then on top of that, what made it even better, what made it even better was like the coloring on it because mm-hmm. it's a, you use a lot of different colors on that. Like Sensei got this wild, uh, red, you know, I guess fur coat cloak shit. And he got these crazy pants on. Like you, you use a lot of colors in that. So aside from the drawing, did the coloring process take a long time for that kind of thing? Um, I mean, it probably would have if they hadn't given me specific references for their characters. Like, um, for Sensei's, you know, his was, uh, or not, not Sensei's. GB's was, uh, Law, Trafalgar Law from One Piece. Mm-hmm. Most of that, most of them were probably One Piece characters, I think. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, Leaks was, was Zoro, obviously. Um, with, yep. the, with the eye and, yep, the yep. and stuff. Uh, and then, uh, Sensei's was Captain Kid from One Piece, is way in the later arcs. I, have, I honestly haven't even gotten that far. I just know about him because, you know, Patrick talked about One Piece so much, and I see it on my timeline all the time. Yeah, he's pushing his One Piece agenda to me, and I'm like 150 <laughs> episodes in. I'm like, bro, I'm hurting. I'm I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, all of them pretty much had, like they said, like I said, they had, they had color schemes pretty much planned out um, in their descriptions. So it definitely took longer to color than to... Um, then to ink and then of course you know i had to do a background uh for them and i actually had to do two iterations of the background because the first iteration there was like i guess a little bit of miscommunication on what exactly they wanted with the background so i Mm -hmm. did the background first and then i came to them and they were like we really want to see our characters like up close so can we do something a little different so i Mm -hmm. but the second time around the background didn't take nearly as long so it was uh, it was definitely like a learning experience. I learned some new techniques while I was while I was doing the project. I mean, the first background that I did, and I used a, a little bit of it. Um, you can probably see it sticking out above the top. It's the clouds in the background. Um, mm-hmm. That was like I, I was basically teaching myself how to digitally paint because I don't really do that often. Um, that's not really a skill that I use. I use a lot more like flat colors and stuff. I don't blend. Like you know, you see those digital artists and they're they do like characters from video games and stuff and it looks ridiculous Mm -hmm. i don't i've never gotten that deep into coloring so i was kind of like teaching myself to to do more like blending and stuff so definitely a learning experience i i enjoyed working on the the commission it was it was fantastic so yeah i i count i count eight figures and then nine if you include the stand like that man eight uh, eight figure not slash nine figure commission sounds crazy when you like uh, when you think about like bro i can't imagine like when they came to you like hey we need this and you said oh shit i gotta draw nine different figures and a background like man and and not only that they they had me do that um and then before i even gotten got started on that like they they commissioned me for that then they were like yo can you make the thumbnails for our for our episodes for the for, for our podcast? Oh, okay. So I did the the first what was it like sixteen uh, thumbnails mm-hmm. for their 
season two or whatever of their podcast. Um, I did all of those for them. That was a, like a mini commission that they asked for right before I started the main commission. Okay. So I, I have peeped the, the, um, the increase in quality on their thumbnails. And I'm, I'm thinking that's just, just, just the mind of GB. Cause he's like a mad scientist when it comes to this, um, this podcast and stuff. I did not know you were behind this. So that, that, that's even more exciting to find that out. I'm like, cause I, I definitely peeped like, see these, when they drop the new episodes, they look a lot better. Like as far as like the, the cover of the episode. And I'm like, this shit looks really, really quality. So that is, that's dope as fuck to find that out. Okay. All right. All right. I ain't mad at y'all at all, man. Um, I got, I got, I got to hire you now so I can keep my shit up to quality. You know, me and they shit. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got. Yeah, we, we can't say we did no more. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But um, man, yeah, bro, we we we're really proud of you, man. Um, do you have um? any projects right now outside of God punch that you're working on? Like maybe not even like stuff that's commissioned, but any, any projects of your own that you, that you want to talk about, um, that you've been doing. Um, I actually just finished writing the overarching main storyline for my own manga. Hey, uh, oh. you know, y'all, I, we probably talked a little bit about it, but you yeah. know, black Lotus. Yes. Um, yeah, that for a while I had thrown that on the back burner. I'd only had about, four or five pages actually illustrated of the first chapter. Um, and I only have, I still only have 11 chapters written so far. Uh, and not even in script format like Patrick does. You know, I, I'm not like a, a solely a writer. So the, my, my writing, <laughs> my writing technique is probably not uh, professional, but, uh, I actually over the last, the last week, I think, for like three days straight, I was staying up till 6 a.m. adding lore and, and background to my characters and adding new characters and adding different arcs and, and just fleshing things out. So I finally wrote the entire first saga for Black Lotus, um, as well as making the decision to include the storyline that I had planned out to originally worked on. Like the, the manga that I originally was going to work on was called The Infinite Reality. Mm-hmm. And that was like, I came up with that concept back in high school. So I had, I had um, the story for that kind of planned out, and it, then it just kept evolving. And eventually I put it on the back burner because I was like, well, I'm basically trying to write Infinity War or Avengers without doing any of the, the, the single character lead-up right. stories. You know what I'm saying? Because, so, uh, you know, all my stories take place in a multiverse. Like, mm. they, they're, in the, they're in the same universe. So um, Black Lotus is basically was basically going to be a precursor to the Infinite Reality, uh, kind of introducing you to the world and the, the background and everything. Uh, but now I actually decided to include the Infinite Reality's overarching story into uh, the second saga of Black Lotus. So I'm kind of working on that. But the whole first saga is planned out, so I could actually start drawing that if I want to. And I probably will end up doing that within the next couple of months. Do you um do you plan like once once you get Black Lotus together where you're ready for the world to see, do you plan on releasing that on webtoons or would you do like the independent route where you may drop it like on your own specific um platform, website, however you want to distribute it? Not entirely sure yet. Honestly, uh Webtoon has been great so far. I, I you know that that was something that I don't think existed when I had first come out with the concept for mm-hmm. 
either of those series. So um, I think there were a few places online that I was posting some of my earlier work. Uh, and they, it was kind of like a webtoon type thing. But, uh, you know, they didn't have apps and stuff back then. So, um, yeah, I think I would probably end up releasing it on, on Webtoon just because it's the most familiar platform nowadays. Like, it's, it's got, so, it got so much popularity. Uh, yeah, that's, that's probably the best bet. I would probably go the same route we're doing with, with God Punch, which is release it on Webtoon and do, probably do some hard copies of the chapters as they're coming out so yeah okay um with you having the experience now and um and dropping god punch with pat and everything do you think that the transition to doing your own manga with black lotus will be pretty much you know i guess i'm trying to think of a good way to put it but basically like you know easy in a sense of putting it out versus you know you starting from scratch like he did with you know uh chapter one and and moving on to chapter two and everything do you think you got a good handle on the process uh your time management and um you know putting it all together on paper so to speak uh, def- definitely i think so because like um whereas it's it's when, when me and patrick are working together you know uh, he's got the script already planned out in script format and I'm just translating that into artwork, you know. Um, for me, honestly, the the way I do my work, my, my process, which I'm going to start trying to be a little bit more like Patrick in terms of having more um, detailed descriptions and stuff mm-hmm. uh, before I start actually drawing things, uh, is I used to write out kind of like a summary of what the chapter was going to be like with all of the main plot points but i didn't have all the dialogue written out and um and so i would start drawing and kind of make the dialogue on the spot whatever sounded good kind of more like you know what felt organic to me at the time while i was drawing the scene and while that kind of worked i think working on god punch and seeing how nice it is to just have a script off to the side and you can just directly go off of that and not have to pause and be like okay what should this character say you know um, I think it's a lot easier and uh, more efficient to do it that way. So I'm probably going to start going back and revising the chapters that I've already written and putting them in script format. Um, but yeah, I, I think I was always I could always get through a few pages of my own work, and then because I didn't do script format the way Patrick does, I would get stuck. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so now, now I think I'm I'm ready to to do it the same way and and get a full chapter out of my own work. So I I had a, a question. So you know I, I'm sure you saw me and Nate had a, a new cover art made and everything. And so like in the process of like finding um someone that could like put together what we saw what we wanted for our cover art. Um, you kind of scroll through people's portfolios and then they'll say like what they what they won't do and what they will do as far as um commissions is there like yeah. a certain um style of illustration that you won't do like you know i've seen people say they don't do mecca they don't do um 18 plus you know um art mm-hmm. illustrations they don't do furry stuff is there anything that you won't do if somebody was coming to you um with the commission idea um 
probably the 18 and 18 and up kind of content. Yeah. Just that's just not my forte. And it's I've never drawn it before. So it's kind of I would feel out of out of place. Yeah. Trying to draw that kind of stuff. Um, Also, I just feel like as much as there's like kind of a stigma around 18 and up artwork sometimes, Mm -hmm. it's not even from that standpoint. It's more like I have a lot of respect for people that do that kind of work anyway, because if you're doing it correctly, some of the best artists in that field um, are actually like just fantastic artists in general. They, they have to be amazing at anatomy and, and stuff like that to yes. be able to draw those poses and things like that. So I have mad respect for people that can do that kind of stuff. I just personally, it's not for me. And I, and I also don't have the confidence in my anatomical skills to draw any of that stuff. Um, in terms of furry, I, I don't think I really have a problem with it. Um, yeah, I don't think I really have a problem with it. I grew up copying pictures of animals out of encyclopedias to like practice drawing and stuff. So I, I'm not really opposed to doing anything furry related. And of course, from the mecha standpoint, you already know me and Patrick are going to work on blade titans after after god punch which is a mecha series ah okay okay yeah yeah i would say you you a zoids fan like me so you know i I can't see you you know you you straying away from the mecha if it comes to it so Mm -hmm. i think pat likes uh iron-blooded orphans as well now that i think about it yeah he's he's a gundam fan yeah and uh and i'm a zoids fan so and we both and we both grew up on transformers so ah, I yeah. mean, anybody who grew up on Transformers is is already gonna be into Mecha at least a little bit. This is true. So, so um, so Nate Nate has been finally, like I said, we we've talked about Black Clover, so she's finally gotten up to date uh, for the most part on Black Clover. She, I think, she's a few episodes behind. So I was gonna ask you, since you also uh, one of the ones that also enjoy Black Clover, um. How do you feel about the storyline where it's come to at this point? Um, honestly, I really think it started picking up when they introduced the, the Eye of the Midnight Sun. Yes. That's like that's that's when the story really like I was like, OK, I'm invested. I like this. This is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think before that, I was kind of like on the fence, you know, the first, especially the first few episodes. I was kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. I'm like somewhat interested because I like series that deal with magic and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And the idea of the main character not having any magic was, was an interesting idea. Uh, So I was already kind of like, this is, this is good. Um, And then when the eye of the midnight sun was introduced and they, they introduced those characters and their backstory, uh, you know, with like the elves and all that kind of stuff. I was like, okay, this is, this is some good storytelling. I actually enjoy this. Um, and then just all the characters that they started introducing with like, uh, Julius, you know, the wizard King and, and stuff like that, they, their backstories and everything is just fantastic. Um, and now they're, they're, they got the little, they're going to have the little time skip or whatever. Uh, I'm ready for that. Yeah. And they're, they're introducing the other kingdoms. So I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit of that, that, that world building tangle that I got when I started watching, you know, one piece and some other, mm. some other like Hunter Hunter and stuff like that. They had, they started kind of expanding on the world and you were like, okay, this is, this could, this could be really good. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm so yeah. glad you brought that up, the Eye of the Midnight Sun, because I think when they were introduced for me, I was able to stop with the comparison to Naruto, if that makes any sense. Because up until then, I was just kind of like, okay, this is Sasuke and Naruto. Like, I just felt like, you know, an Asta, like, just me personally, I just kind of felt like that. But when they introduced that villain or antagonist and like when the storyline kept going i was able to like literally like push that whole i don't know i guess complex i had with comparing it to naruto to the side and i was able to see black clover for what it was yeah definitely i mean it's 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 hard to get away from comparisons as as a shonen nowadays i mean there's just so many like influences that all the main the, the the new shows come out with i mean you can tell where the influences came from um, and it's it's very hard for people to let go of the comparisons, especially like the first time they see something, they're like, this is just like X, Y and Z, you know, mm-hmm. or the storyline reminds me of this, you know, this character is basically this, you know, type thing. So um, and I think like Patrick personally told me he, he kind of he's run back a little bit of his slander. He hasn't, Thank you. He still hasn't gotten he still hasn't gotten deep into it to where he's like i like this but he's still kind of like he, you know he kind of ran a little bit of the slander back um it's it's definitely harder for him to take take it serious because he's got the comparison to to his favorite uh magic series of all time which is uh magi you know that's like one of the goat series it's it's hard to beat anything in terms of like a magical series that's yes that's that's top tier so i understand where he where he's coming from uh, it's been a minute since I've watched Moggy, but I, I still can appreciate Black Clover for what it is. I mean, it's 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 not to that level in terms of not even with like the animation or anything like that, but it's still good. I still enjoy it, and I'm I'm curious to see where the where the world building where the world building is going to take the rest of the story because it, it's starting to get really interesting. Do you um? I had to put this. Do you think that the um the character designs of Black Clover are up there with some of the more popular anime? Um I know I'm not taking animation out of it cuz either you love it or you hate it and you know I don't really care about the animation um like that, but I li- I do like the story. Do you appreciate the character designs of Black Clover how di- how diverse they are from the Black Bulls to the uh the Blue Roses to the, you know all the other captain squads and everything? Definitely. Um, one thing that I enjoy about the series is just how, like you said, how diverse the character designs are. Just because, like, there are some series where you'll be like, is that so? Is that that character or whatever? Because the, the designs will start to kind of blend together. And uh, I have never had that issue in Black Clover. There's never been a point where I'm watching and I'm like, is that so-and-so? Oh, never mind. They look just like that other character. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody looks completely different. Um, you can't confuse them at all. And, uh, yeah, I just really appreciate that. I think that that's something that uh, it it's done really well compared to some other series. So, Got you. Um, I don't know if y'all, I know, Mikey, I tagged you in this maybe yesterday or the day before. So, and again, I'm not sure if you've heard um, this, but I guess the author, Taba, uh, Tabata, has been like having some mental health issues. Mm. It seems like, I guess he's made some comments about like, I guess, feeling pathetic or just like, I guess, having a hard time 
with uh, Black Clover, I guess, creating. I'm not really too sure. I've been trying to look into it a little bit more to see exactly what his comments mm. have been. I'm definitely sending prayers over to him because that's tough. But, like, do you, yeah. I guess, with you being an artist um, and a writer as well, like, do you tend to be, like, really hard on yourself? And does, like, working on your um, work tend to put you in a bad mental space sometimes? And if so, like, what do you do to, like, get out of it? Do you, like, maybe stop working for a little while so you can shake back? Or, like, is that something that you deal with? Uh, definitely. I mean, I think that's something that a lot of artists um, just deal with in general. There's always comparisons when you're drawing you, you can you can never be an artist and not compare yourself to somebody else like it's impossible that, that the comparisons are always going to be there there's always that you know is my work original you know nothing is really original let's be honest uh, there's always an influence somewhere yeah but um yeah i i always i don't think i've never i don't think i've ever had it that bad to where it's the point to where I'm just like in a horrible headspace, but I definitely am very hard on myself. Like I, I'm never satisfied with anything that I put out. Uh, I'm always looking to improve. So there's like a good and, and a bad to it. Like not ever being satisfied pushes me to improve all the time. But at the same time, uh, sometimes that's bad because you just never appreciate where you're at. You, you don't appreciate how far you've come as an artist either. Um, and yeah, when I do get a little, I guess, not necessarily frustrated with myself, but more like burned out because I, I feel like I'm stagnant, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll definitely go stop working and go do something else, uh, kind of get a different part of my brain working and, uh, then come back and be fresh, you know? And that's what, that's not even just with art, but that's with a lot of things, just, Sometimes you just need a break and you can come back and look at it with some fresh eyes and you'll do a lot better. So, yeah, for me, like with podcasts, especially last year, for the most part, like just kind of learning how to do the shit and everything. Like I would literally be stressed out, like about sound quality and stuff like that. So um, I literally like I told Nate this before, like I literally lost sleep because I was like, this shit ain't where I want it to be. And so has there been like a point in time like where like maybe it's something that you were working on and you couldn't get your shit right and you literally like like you know what let me try to go to sleep and think on it but you couldn't sleep because it kept fucking with your head as far as like you know where you wanted it to be um artistically Yeah and um honestly even more so with uh it's more 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 of that in terms of the sketching process not necessarily like getting the, the inking and stuff down. Ah, uh, okay. I, I've gotten some to some points in the script where uh, I'll be sketching out a page and I'm stuck on a, on a specific panel because I can't figure out what I want to draw. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want the... I, I like to look back on the previous couple of pages and make sure I'm not using the same uh, perspectives too much and stuff like that. So I'll go and I'll look and then I'll come back and I'll be like, I just have no idea what I want to draw here. Like I, the description is right there, but I can't visualize it to where it satisfies me to enough to put it on the paper. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I definitely, definitely gotten to that point. And, uh, I don't know if I've ever gotten to the point where it's, it's bothered me so much. I can't sleep about it, but it's, it's definitely to the point where I've, gotten away from the project for like a couple of days at least 
just not even looking at it. I'll come back, read it, and then I got an idea. So it it just works like that sometimes. Gotcha. I know we talked last year, and you said that you get a lot of your inspiration from um, from Bleach. Uh, I know you said Bleach for sure. Um, I think you said a little bit from you, you, or maybe that might have been Pat. What other artists, I guess, that you kind of pull your um, your artistic style from and kind of adapt it into your own uh, for your illustrations? Um, at, I mean, at this point, there's <laughs> there's not really any anything I read or watch. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pulling techniques or something from. Like, there's not a specific artist other okay. than probably. Uh, Yusuke Murata, who works on One Punch Man. Um, mm. Other than other than him specifically, and like you know, like I was talking about uh, Nicholas Nicholas Draper Ivy, I I pull techniques from from those two artists a lot, um, just to kind of see like how they do a specific shading technique, how they work with uh, backgrounds and stuff like that, you know. But yeah, anything I read or watch, any any manga I pick up, I'm always observing the art and the and just looking for new ways to improve my own stuff. So I'm like a I'm like a sponge, just <laughs> taking everything. Taking everything. Yeah. Bad man. That's so cool. So I this is very random, but I did not drink tonight because ever since the first time we had Pat and Ian on. And that night, and I don't even know if we've ever talked about this. Yen, I remember talking your ear off, and I was so gone <laughs> that first time we interviewed y'all. <laughs> like, I really can't believe Mike and Costa let me sit there and talk all night like that. Like, they really let me sit there and, like, talk y'all's ears off, especially yours. Because I remember I was sitting there just talking, 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 and I was like, I can't believe y'all let me talk this much. This is so embarrassing. So I have not touched a lick of nothing. Like anytime, like even when you sent in your voice memo, I think we were drinking, but when I heard your voice, I put my cup down. I was like, no, I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. Oh my gosh, that was so embarrassing. I just had to say that. Nay, you 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 really wasn't bad like that. I would have I would have told you like, hey, Nay, relax. Like, no, you were fine. <laughs> I was gonna say honestly. Yeah, I was gonna say honestly, it wasn't even that bad. Like, if you thought you were bad, you should you should see Pat when he gets drunk. Like, he is Pat that, is that drunk man. every night. When he, when he when he not even like you know he was a little tipsy when he came on the podcast last time with y'all. But that man, when he is gone, I I don't know. He just. <laughs> He's gone. He is gone. He's just gone. Like there's there's nothing else to say at that point. Oh, funny story, well, Nate. Thank you for making me feel better. Nay, you don't know this, but one night uh uh Pat was drunk as fuck and I think he was I don't know if it was at, at his house or he was at some party, but Pat FaceTimed me and Yen was there too and I was like, Bro, what are y'all doing? Like, why are you FaceTiming me and you drunk as hell at this party? Like Pat be gone. Every every chance he getting, and I respect it because I can't drink like that no more. So um, I wish I could. You hear me? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you you don't even drink, right? You like you you don't do any of it. Not like that. Yeah. If if I'm at a if I'm at a gathering or something, and and they're doing, hey, we gonna take a couple of shots or something. I'll do that, but I'm not like 
I'm not hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, because he didn't drink the first time we interviewed him. He was like, yeah, I don't drink. And I was, and that made it even worse because I was like, oh, I'm already gone. This young man don't drink. <laughs> we over here smoking hookah. I just kept sinking in my chair in my mind more and more. And then I couldn't stop talking. Oh, my gosh. You just do that, though. How embarrassed I was. I think I said something then the next week. I was like, y'all really let me talk to their ears off, especially <laughs> Yen. And Yen was just so sweet. And he just sat there and he just talk to me he didn't even oh, oh lord that was so embarrassing oh. yeah but yeah man um man that's pretty much it man um i did want to shout out to all our, our patreon listeners again of course um that that uh, subscribed to us um we did get another patreon donor this week and i forgot to write it down let me pull that up real quick yeah uh jordan Ford did join the ultra instinct level um so jordan thank you bro appreciate you also thank you to um king logan will chris j rock juice k and z zaki and um yeah uh thank you guys for much for for being a patreon donors and everybody else that also is a patreon donor as well um yeah, we thank you so much, man, for jumping on with us, bro, um, on a Tuesday and um and 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 getting to hear, you know, just strictly you from the artistic side, man. Um we we really appreciate God Punch and everything that you do and all your commissions and all the stuff that you do, man. Um is there anything else that you want to let the people know before we get out of here? Um besides the fact that uh, you know, we got got them hard copies. And the website. And the website, but spe- specifically, um, hard copies are, pre-orders are done at the end of the week. So if you want hard copies, get on it. We got the forms on our Twitters, yeah, on, uh, on the official God Punch, um, I think Instagram and Twitter, but mostly Twitter. Check Twitter first uh, for that. Uh, our store, we, the, the sale ends, the 20% off Banshee, code Banshee sale ends May 1st. It's Friday. If you want any, if you want any merch, better get on it. And uh, yeah, website launches Saturday. That's the plan. So that's pretty much it. Oh, and uh, Black Lotus will be coming out in the next couple of months. There will hey, be something. Black Lotus, will be something. And we'll have yes. you on right before you drop that, so we can have the exclusive on that too. I'm putting that in existence. We have the exclusive yeah. Atlanta Main Podcast, so you can't right. confront, can't commit to anybody else but us. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, but nah, man, thank you again, bro, for joining us, man. Um, I don't really have any recommendations this week. Uh, I told y'all I've been watching Zoids Wild, so watch that shit. Um, and keep watching all the other shit I've been telling you, Glapnir, all the other stuff. Um, and Nate, yeah, Nate, Nate, you got any recommendations or are we good? Sunday Without God. Watch Sunday Without God. Sunday Without God. And let me know what you think. It is, it's, it's gonna make you think. So, mm. yes. And you bastards, y'all read God Punch. Chapter one and two on Webtoons now free. The link is going to be in the description of this podcast. I'm not going to tell y'all niggas no more. This is the fucking what fourth episode we've been promoting God Punch shit on this uh, podcast. So make sure y'all read that ASAP. We need y'all to read that shit. Uh, uh, push this God Punch agenda because I'm really trying to get this shit, God Punch shit going so me and Nate can be on a filler episode. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, they um, have Percy on there too. Yes. Yes, like I just need like a little quick cameo where I'll be like, damn, like that nigga look like Percy right there. Like some, I need something. I need to be on the episode, but yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, y'all, y'all have a good week, man. And, um, 
uh, as always, wash your hands, wash your ass, and watch anime, and, watch anime. and read God Punch and Black Lotus. Sir. Scoop, scoop. Let's see how long this skirt's gonna last. I don't know how long. That was a mid